Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Good morning, BT. With Bo Thompson and Matt Troutman. News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT. News Talk 1110-993 WBT. Bo Thompson and Beth Troutman here, and I'm uh, looking for the winger, and here is the winger. Had to find my wings. How fitting. Exactly right, man. Talking. You guys were talking about the uh, We Are the World. You watch that? The, the, the documentary? I didn't watch the documentary yet, but I will watch it. Oh, it, it is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. The Wham! one was really good. I watched the Wham! one a few months back. That was pretty good. Um, let me tell you something. Don't overlook one of the most important pieces of uh, musical history of all time, and that would be the Hear and Aid event that took place in 1985, Sound City, and they came out with the song called Stars, and it was the heavy metal version of We Are the World, basically. Really? What? Yeah, yeah, no joke. These are no, things I know nothing about. Well, I must have led a sheltered life. I was listening to Wham! and <laughs> <in> Hollowed Oats. <laughs> but I, I mean, like Live Aid was sort of born out of We Are the World, yeah. right? And then some of these these uh, these concerts uh, that and, and look, We Are the World was born out of of the the Christmas when we talked about the uh, the. Uh, do they know it's Christmas? Do they know it's Christmas? Right on. Right so on. anyway, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm always fascinated by how these you know these these and, and with We Are the World, you're talking about. I mean, you're talking about. Bob Dylan. You're talking about Paul Simon and Waylon Jennings, who walked out, yeah. uh, and and Ray Charles. I mean, these are the biggest of the big. Yeah, so for sure. To see Absolutely. him kind of rub elbows and see how that was just fascinates me. Yeah, definitely. It was such a cool, cool thing. Now I want to switch gears for a second and talk politics with you for a minute because a story that broke overnight, and I'd love to get your thought on this because to me it just makes um, sense given what's uh, happening in our world politically. But uh, Nikki Haley has now requested. Uh, Secret Service protection for the the campaign process. What do you think of that, and what do you think has instigated that request? Oh, I mean, I mean without a doubt, there's nuts all over the place that are going to try to you know pu- pull something off or threaten or swat or any of that sort of stuff. She's a high enough profile person. I think that uh, she she probably. Uh, should should deserve it. Um, I think it's despicable, and I mean really, truly despicable, that uh, uh, Joe Biden has refused to protect RFK Jr., especially given the history uh, of, of his family's tragedies. Um, so I, I have no issue with uh, with Nikki Haley getting Secret Service protection. Uh, it's probably not going to be lasting for a very long time because I don't know how long she's going to remain in the race. But um, you, the world is a dangerous place. I, I I don't fault anybody for looking for protection. The uh, the border bill, uh, which uh, we we got uh, you know late in late into the weekend yeah. uh, Sunday night, uh, something was on the table uh, behind the scenes in the Senate, and then now yesterday uh, you heard Mike Johnson talking about this. Seems dead on arrival uh, in the House if it should get there. Yeah, uh, and look, typically when you do these kinds of deals, you you have the House put out something, you have the Senate put out something. The Senate decided they're not going to have any respect at all for what the House has asked for. Uh, so the House is going to say, forget it, we're not going to do it. Uh, uh, that's just the way it's going to be. HR2 has been sitting out there for almost three years, and um, the Senate won't even take a look at it. Um, I, I think the reality is the the, the border is broken. Uh, we know who broke the border, and uh, it's going to be up to them to kind of try to fix that. 
Now, I heard some suggestions from uh, some Republican pundits who, you know, are no longer serving in Congress, but now are the talking heads on all the shows, Mm -hmm. uh, saying that Joe Biden should just close the border now and let these guys duke it out in the House and the Senate, but take care of the issue as it is and make it no longer an issue. And then the conversation will stop about whether or not Donald Trump is pulling the strings with Mm -hmm. the the members of the House. Right. And do you think that 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 there's truth in that? Um, Yeah. I mean, look, Donald Trump is pulling the strings in the same way that Barack Obama is pulling the strings by defending Obamacare every time there's a challenge to it, right? Donald Trump has made the border, like, the number one issue. It's not a secret. Um, and, you know, it, it's all going to see how this plays out. Look, here's, the, here's the problem. And, and, you know, I hate to say this. It's crass to maybe to think about this. Every day that border is open, we have a greater possibility of a terrorist attack happening in an American city. And it is there is one person who opened that border. There is one person who can close that border. That is the president of the United States. He doesn't need a permission slip from Lil Mike Johnson to get in there and, 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 and close that border. He just doesn't have the will to do it. And he doesn't want to have, um, have it blow back on him with the progressive uh, caucuses. Brett Winterbull show today at 3 o'clock. What's on tap? Uh, we'll, we'll talk about this and uh, some of that. All right. This and that. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. That's how we roll here at WBT. Almost 8 o'clock.